Fast Track Podcast, hosted by Dion Ross, Nick Nino's Corner Battle, and Dr. Harrison Jones, the fourth. Today's episode is one that uh, all three of us are really passionate about. You may or may not have heard, but we are all authors. We are all published authors. And today we're going to be talking about why we chose to write a book. You know, writing a book is a lot of work. It's a lot of discipline. It's an investment in time. Why would anybody want to put themselves through that? And this is a great episode if you are someone who aspires to be a speaker, if you have a message that you want to share with the world, if you want to establish yourself as a professional in a certain arena, this is definitely an episode you want to pay attention to. So the Fast Track team is here to tell you why get published. So guys, what do y'all think about this? Why should people get published? Yeah, I'm going to start this one off today, guys. Um, you know, I wanted to get published. You know, I've been talking about writing a book, you know, like for years. I've been talking to Harrison about it. Uh, I talked to a few of my cousins about it. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, I recent, you know, recently I had a couple, you know, friends that, you know, kind of succumbed to, uh, you know, homicide and, and, you know, the neighborhoods that I actually grew up in. And they have children, right? And I just remember going back to a friend's wedding um, about two years ago. And one of my friend's kids was at the wedding and they were like asking me, Hey, uncle Nick, can you tell me about my dad? And I'm like, wow. You know, because they were so young when their father passed away. And so I always said that, you know, no matter what happened to me, whether, you know, something happens, I could get an accident tomorrow, knock on wood, but anything that happened, I just want, I I didn't want anybody else to, to, to tell my story to my son, you know? So I wanted me to be Mm. able to tell my story to Mm. my kid without having somebody else tell my kid what kind of guy that I was and what my life was about. So, you know, I started to write my book and, um, you know, it was pretty much a tribute to, to my mom, a tribute to my son, you know, but it was a personal memoir about me. And since my mother was a single parent, right. Um, you know, uh, 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 I wanted to you know, kind of uplift her also, you know, so just to show my son who I was, how, to, you know, how I grew up, tell him my story, um, tell him how great his, his, his grandmother was, how great his great grandparents were, his, his, his aunts and uncles, you know, but um, I wanted him to hear my life story through me, you know, whether it's through my voice or through my words on a page, then have to hear, have him hear it from somebody else. That's good. And Nick, That's good. You, you have a lot of people that want to know. They want to know your background. Yeah. Not just yeah. your child. People want to know, like, how did you get to the point to where you are right now? Without, because initially, I'm just going to be real with you. Like, as a man of color, we don't look, and, and being in general, having some sort of success, you, people want to know how you got there. Yeah, why you got there, and yeah. people think that it happened. Sometimes it, people think it happened easy. It happened like just overnight, like you just was like there, and now you're in there. But the sacrifices, and and I, you know, from what your book and the 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 
the issues and the, and all the obstacles you had to face from even when you thought you had no more obstacles to face. Like that, that's that's pretty uh profound, you know, to somebody that yeah. they're sitting there wondering if they're gonna like wake up and go to class in the morning. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, oh yeah. You know what I mean? For it's profound. It's something that people need to hear. Some people need to just say, because I would say, you know, piggybacking off of what you said about your book, you know, I would say the number one person that inspired me to write a book was Stephen Covey. And he wrote that book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I got that book as, as an audio book from my graduation when I was in high school. And I didn't, I didn't listen to it until I had to listen to it. For, uh, I had to listen to a book, for a book study for my, for my master's degree program. And so I was like, man, I got this book. I got all these things correlate to exactly what you need to do in real life. But Stephen Covey had it right, but I'm like, I can get better. You know what I mean? But I never thought about putting it on work. You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel what you're saying, like telling your story, but it's also about being able to pass on that generational knowledge to whoever wants to read it, whoever wants to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because. Yeah. You know what, Harrison, you know, what's funny about that is, you know, since I have, you know, actually had my book released, um, you know, I sold a few copies and, uh, you know, my, um, some of my coworkers bought the book and they were kind of intrigued on how I got, you know, to the level I'm at you know, in my job, you know, just kind of considering the background that I had. And so they were shocked, right, at some of the things that happened in my life. But, you know, it goes to show you that, you know, you never know what the person next to you has been through to get to where they're at, you know. So, you know, so you might look at your job as just a job, right? But the person next to you might look at that job as uh, uh, total success. I mean, you know, like the, the, their, their best thing that's ever happened to them in their life. So you never know somebody's story until somebody tells you their story or until somebody writes it down and you actually read the story, you know? So, um, another reason why I did this too, guys was, you know, uh, you know, um, I went to go watch a movie a couple years ago with, with my wife. Um, it's a movie called white boy Rick, right? <laughs> no, but listen, I mean, it was a good yeah, movie. I love that good, movie. I love that yeah. movie. I love it. I love you it. Know, you, you know, it was a good movie, but, uh, you know, I walked out of the movie thinking to myself, I was like, why is this a movie on film? Like, White Boy Rick yeah. was everybody, well, not say everybody, but White Boy Rick was in my neighborhood growing up 24-7, but there's no story about him, you know? So, you know, um, I remember walking out of the movie and I told my wife, I said, this is a movie because somebody wrote it down. You know, that's the only, right. I mean, I, you know, not to say that it wasn't a bad movie because it was a good movie and it was a good story, but, you know, growing up where I grew up at, I know that story far too often, you know, far it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so close to home that it's a normal story in the neighborhood that I grew up in. So the reason why that was a story is because somebody wrote it down. And so, you know, I always thought to myself, why can't we start writing our history down, even if it's bad or good history, but somebody uh, is yeah. profiting off of our history. You right. know, like this is our, I mean. And they're not, te- and, and, and people are telling your story for you. Yes, people, and, you're right. And in essence, it's taking away your power um, and it's diluting the message. It's doing a lot of things. It's, it's, 
it's in line with whatever their agenda is. And that might not even be the point of the story, you know, originally. Yeah. So I'll take an exit example from what I've just watched over the past day. This is timely. Botham Dean. He passed away. The young man, he not passed away. He was murdered in cold blood by the woman. But he has, he's gone, but now his story is being told. He was a Christian. He was a preacher. He was a, a good guy. He was an accountant. You know, and if he didn't have those people, like imagine if he didn't have people saying or those clips with him preaching in front of his church or those, and leading or those things and leading worship. Like we would be thinking that, man, maybe he was trying to be dangerous and, and he got mad at her and was trying to kill. You know what I mean? Like, so not saying in the case that you, but you don't want someone else to drive your narrative. You want someone else to say that this is who you are when you know better because people will always come up with that. And, that's the that's the that's the beauty of the biography. You know, the book I wrote was kind of an autobiography and it was kind of a it was a it was a instruction manual, you know, but I felt like in a sense that I wanted to, I was always asked because I would share my story, like when I with people that I cared about, about what I had been through in education and how it had gotten me through this and I had to think a certain way in order to make it through. And people would say, Harrison, you need to write a book. You should write a book. Harrison, you need to write a book. I would say, okay, I'm going to write a book. All right, I'm going to write a book. Okay, like, like, I'll write a book. Like, people would come to me. i say, oh, I'm write a book, write a book. I'm like, man, like, literally, are you going to sit down and write it for me? Because literally, I have a lot of other stuff. You know me. Like, nigga, you know, I like to kick it. So I'm not going to be sitting around to sit down trying to write a book. Like, so I'm like, all right, people keep talking to me about it. So let me go ahead and, and go for it. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to be my personality and who you are as a person rather than, you know, because you can emulate anybody. You can emulate a Barack Obama type style of book or a Colin. I'll tell you, Colin Powell's book I read, American Journey, and Cornell West book I read. Ooh, and both good books. Two, but yeah, you know, uh, I want to say it was Race Matters, but I read both Race Matters and the but I want to tell you the idea that when you get to a certain level in your life and you have individuals that will say, Nick Battle, maybe Colonel Nick, Lieutenant Colonel Nick Battle, how did he get there? How did Dr. Jones get there? How did Coach Dion Ross, how did she get to where she was and what made her do what she was? And you could help somebody because books are forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's my man. Books last forever. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it's history. It's it's yeah. It is living history. It is living history. Yeah. You know, when you know, like Steve might tell me, it's living history. That means it is always going to be here, especially with the internet now, because with the ebooks, it's, oh. it's online. It's in the cloud now, right? Yeah. It's in the cloud. It is living history from now until the world's forever. Over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but, you know, but what's crazy about everything is once you knock that book out, isn't it just kind of refreshing? Like, yeah. makes you want to keep doing it, right? You well, know, makes you when, I decided, when I decided that I wanted to write a book, my story is not as um, deep <laughs> as y'all's was. It, but it, so 
I decided to write a book because I knew I wanted to be a speaker. And when I started studying other speakers, other people who were well-respected, they all had books. And I realized that mm. as a speaker, it almost was like a business card. It was something that, that you, you introduce Definitely yourself and you talk about book. your book. But as I started writing the book, I started to realize that it did so much more for me. As a speaker, it's not enough just to say, I'm a speaker and get booked. It helps when you have certain topics that you can really elaborate on and specialize in. So what books do is they make you an authority on a certain stance or an idea. Um, that was wonderful. It also allowed me to take an idea and really think about every single aspect of it. I didn't write a biography. I wrote a self-help book and I had a really difficult time narrowing down what I wanted my topic to be. And what I did was I did this 90 day challenge for speakers. And it was a challenge where for 90 days, you'd have to do a Facebook live and do a little topic about anything it could be anything. But the point of it was just to get yourself in the habit of speaking and to get comfortable with doing uh, live video. So you and challenged me. Yeah, you did it too. Yes. And, but that challenge, yeah. that for me, what that challenge did for me was it gave me feedback because it let me see what my audience responded the most to. So every day I would try to come up with inspirational topics that I thought were pertinent to people's everyday lives. And certain things would get a lot of likes, uh, but there was this yeah. one post I made that got a ton of shares a lot of likes and a lot of conversation. And what that let me know is what people wanted to know more about. Um, right. Like, like my, 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 um, cause I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and a lot of times what they talk about, what differentiates the, the authors that do really well versus the authors that just say, I wrote a book, but their book never goes anywhere is that you have to listen to what people want and you have to, you know, humble yourself and say, it's not about just the message that I want to say, but am I willing to listen to what people want to hear? So that 90 day challenge allowed me to do these little mini topics. And so I came up with my topic um, and then I really expounded on it. But now it's kind of become my platform as a speaker. And so different women's group have reached out to me different people who are also passionate about this subject are reaching out to me because now I have a platform on a certain thing so now it gives me definition as a speaker when I'm just now starting my business I don't have that kind of definition yet I've not I've not I've not had enough practice to 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 really know my voice but that's what the book has done for me so uh I'm grateful you, that you have a great example because you're you you're in the process of writing a book and you've already like and they say this in the entrepreneurial speaker world you've got a, a tribe established yes yeah yes. when your book drops it's a wrap it's, <laughs> it's gonna be an automatic like yeah well, I've been, well that's they're going on a so cruise Nick. They go <laughs> Yeah, last year nobody was going But that's another thing I did was um, you know, they talk about the importance of building relationships and networks. And 
you know, at the end of the day, your book, it's, it's a business. And even though like my goal isn't just to make money, it's really to just establish myself in a particular uh, arena, but yeah, like starting a community so that if nobody else supports my book, I know my people will come and support my book, you know? Mm-hmm. You so. have actually done beyond something that I'm, I'm kind of like, I've been kind of, my coach got on to me about this. I'm kind of like holding back from it, but establishing that tribe of, mm-hmm. that follows with your book. Like, mm-hmm. I should have already started, I used to hate tribe, and I have not done that. But I know, I know it'll be huge. And it's kind of like, you've done that, and I can see the fruition. I'm like, man, if I just put a, I used to hate school Facebook group together, it would be like 20,000 people. I, has, I haven't do it yet. I haven't done it yet. But I'm, in, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at what you're doing, and I'm going to use some examples. Because being a speaker, yeah, that's important. Because even when you're talking about making a book, you have a message mm-hmm. from your book. Mm-hmm. Even with Nick's message, it's an autobiography. Mine is a bi- uh, it's not kind of biographical. And you, you have a message that you want to share with people and help people with. And so in order to do so, you got to have something that's concrete. Some people are concrete. They have to have something in their hands. Some people want to see it, you know, hear it. Some people want to, like, move through it. You know what I'm saying? But if you yeah. want to get your message out on different avenues, you got to think about it just like in the classroom. You know, we'll, we'll put it back to school. <laughs> yeah, bring it, it to school. You got to think about you got to you got to think about different learning. So you got to think about yeah. the way people think. That's the way people come to it. So books one way of reaching the people that you want to reach. And yeah. So I definitely, I mean, I applaud you a thousand times. Oh, yeah. thank you. you know, yeah, Dion, you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Dion I'm got all. Like, Dion got know, all the women yeah. liking her page and stuff. She got like seven thousand oh, people liking. You got the cruise no coming idea. up. You know what I'm saying? She has, group. <laughs> she, she has a group that has literally like. They post regularly. Like yeah, I know, day. right? They post, they, and I, mean, I don't post. That's the problem. They, I don't even move up with it because I have but to live my it's life. Because, but you have a it's worthy be, cause. You have a worthy because, mission. Yeah. And people have attached themselves to your cause. They will not give credit to women on the line to anybody else. But, but Dion. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank but you. Thank you. you. Yeah. But hey, guys, I noticed one so, thing that, like, all of us are doing with the books is, you know, like, my book and Harrison's book are, you know, you know, they're like memoirs sort of, but each one of them has some self-help in them also. You know, Dion's is self-help also. So it's like, even though we're talking about, you know, our lives, it's it's still something that people can pick up and and um, you know, glean some ray of like light from it just to you know, just to kind of be successful, things that they can use to, you know, like to better themselves, whether it's, you know, at work, in the classroom, whether it's just in everyday life, right? So, you know, like, I noticed, like, in my book, I always wanted to have something that kind of, you know, no matter who picked it up, you know, they can read it and actually learn something from it and actually apply it to their everyday life. So I got, like, these battles, these, what is it, like, these battles blueprints in them. And so it's like the self-help you know, text in there that tells you different things that, you know, I use, you know, as far as, you know, things that, you know, like I use in my life 
to help me kind of navigate through the journeys of life, right? So, you know, it's, it's always something just to give back to somebody, whether it's, you know, like having your brilliance in, you know, actually, um, you know, you know, finding out what your brilliance is and sharing it to the masses. Harrison's thing is, you know, hey, you got to have your top five, right? You know, so you're only as successful as your top five. You know, Dion's is soaring to success, right? So it's like we all got our own messages that we have out there. It's not just just, just to throw information out there, but we're all putting stuff out there to to help people grow, help people actually mature, and, you know, and just help people, you know, Nick, just be better people. What's up, Nick, can I ask you a question? Can I What's ask you up? a question? You can speak, speak honestly, and and you don't. I know you're always gonna speak honest when I ask you a question like this. Have you made money from your book? I have. <laughs> you know that that's a that's a good question. Like, <laughs> like well, I mean, you know, in general, like an author makes a living off of books. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But we have other professions, and so we're kind of like, yeah, we made some money here. And yeah. There. When you think about being an author, people literally graduate and go to school, go to college to become authors. We became authors after living our careers and we were not yeah, right. Having full-time jobs, do this family. Like a living, yeah. living. Yeah, yeah. This is what yeah. they do for like, they literally well, sit in the house think for hours to write. You gotta, to write you gotta be clear about why money. you want to write a book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, and, and set clear expectations because not everybody's going to become Stephen King overnight. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Stephen King wasn't Stephen King, you know, overnight. And so you really have to, to understand what your purpose for writing the book is. I would love to make money. And I have made a lot of money just in pre-sales, which has been wonderful. At least I've been able to cover my costs, which was my main agenda. Um, but more importantly, I wanted the book to take me to another level that I did not, that I would not be on had I not written it. Mm -hmm. I wanted so it Nick to and level of credibility. Uh-huh. Yes. I got a say? question for you. Okay. Go ahead. Remember when I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put this out there. But remember I I you were already Dion, you got me to write a book. Okay? okay, I'll admit that. Nick, okay. you you know, we talked about it. So but to get actually get into action, writing a book. Mm -hmm. Have you lost or gained money? Gained. Overall gained. I so overall I am almost even. Almost, yeah. but I have not actually released my book. And so I'm expecting that to change. Plus, um, yeah, I'm expecting that to change. But again, like, I can't quit my job. Yeah, you know? yeah this is a supplement. This is a supplement. Just like Dion said, this is your business card. Like, you know, so, you know, like our book is as a fast track team, right? We're all doing our own separate things. We're all gonna have our speaking engagements and we all go talk to people. And sometimes we, we talk to groups together. Sometimes we talk to groups separate, but that book is when I go to an event and I talk, it is my business card to whoever is listening to me. Well, you know, sometimes I might wanna just give out my book for free while I'm there because of how many people I reached and how generous I might feel that day. Some days I'm going to say this is a good crowd and these people are willing to to want to pay for this book. So, yeah, you know, maybe I'll sell it at that event, which is what I intend to do all the time. But if I feel kind of good, maybe I'll hand a couple books out. But 
yeah, I've I broke even a long time ago with making this book, <laughs> hey, but but it's not battle. about the money though. It's it's major battle. What's up? Lieutenant Colonel Battle, major battle. Let's so when you say that, because I thought you were about to say the fast track team was on the Well, I was going to get into that, but <laughs> however, I thought you said I, I don't know. Does that sound like what she's about to say? I don't know. It was a segue. All right, so what? Segue. So what? Doctor Jones is talking about is uh, Dion, myself, Doctor Jones all got three books out. You know, well, two out now, Dion's will be out in November with, with a book launch in November. The Fast Track team is going to have a Fast Track Conversations book that's going to come out here real soon, guys. We're talking real fire. soon. Fire. Huh? Fire. It's fire. fire. Yeah, yeah. Blazing. <laughs> torch. Like hey, a torch on the hey. top of creme brulee torch. Like just yeah. fire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. Can we add something too to this? What's up? Because there's a lot of people, there's a couple things I want to add. Um, but there's a lot of people that, you know, you've been saying, I want to write a book. Like honestly, anytime I say I'm writing a book, it's literally like seven times out of ten, whoever I'm talking to just says, Oh yeah, I want to write a book too. And so what is gonna put you from you know, there's the people that talk about it all their life and the people that actually do it. And it's two different people. And one thing I will tell you, once you write your first book, your next book and your next book and your next book are like, are, are going to come so much easier. There is a, it's almost like this mental block that we give ourselves that, you know, it's like write a book sounds so like, prestigious and lofty <laughs> and hard and oh my god but once you actually go through the process and you come out on the other side and you made it and yes it was hard but it wasn't impossible you see that you can do it again and again and again so if you're listening right now and you know it's something that you've always you've been talking about like stop talking stop talking mm. um in fact i want to ask you guys because you all said that you were at a point in your life also where you had talked about writing a book, talk about writing a book. What was it that actually got you started? And then once you were started, what helped you stick to it till it was complete? No, me, there's no, no other alternative in life. At this point, I had to like figure out what was my next step. I had to hear something from somebody to say, well, you ain't doing nothing else. Literally, somebody said to me, these are the words. You ain't doing nothing else. You may as well write a book. And I was like, you are. I mean, I mean, but I had to put it out there because this mm -hmm. is something I've been meaning to do forever. Like since mm -hmm. I've been out of, out of high school. But I don't know. I didn't realize that when I was in high school saying I was going to write a book, that the book I was going to write now at 37, 37 years old was going to have that sort of connotation, the education. I wouldn't have told you as 18. 19 years old, that the book I was going to write about was going to be about education. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. My book would have looked totally different at 21 than it does at 37. I don't no, have that experience, and I don't have that thing. But when you write the book at the time that you're in the time, nobody's going to fault you. Nobody's right. going to look bad at you at who you are, what you're saying, because it was written in the time. Nobody looked at Barack Obama when he wrote Audacity of Hope, like, man, like, this full audacity of hope, like, like no, like they they look at it for what it was at that time. 
You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? When I look at an old book, a book that's 20 years old, I look at it for what it was at that time. Yeah, it's history. It's history, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like we say, it's living history. You yeah. know, so, you know, for me to, you know, like to piggyback on that, my thing was, uh, you know, so me and Dr. Jones always talked about writing books, right? And so um, one day I was sitting down, you know, after, you know, like going to my friend's wedding and having that conversation, I was just like, look, it's time for me to start. So I just got my computer and knocked out the first chapter. What's the hardest thing to do is knock that first chapter out. But it, it took me uh, maybe a week and a half to knock the first chapter out. And then after the first chapter was done, my book's uh, seven chapters, I knocked out the remaining six chapters in like two and a half weeks. Like once that first chapter was done, I was just like, it was freedom. I was, every night I was typing. Every night, you know, I did 45 minutes to an hour every night. I was just typing because I wanted to release all my feelings out in that paper, you know. And so it was just something that I felt like I had to do. And once yeah. I felt like I had to do it, I did it. And it was like therapy for me. It's very therapeutic, you know. So, yeah, you know, I just started and I never stopped. Yeah. For me, it was, I'll be very honest, it was hiring a coach. <laughs> um. So we had a coach that, uh, well, I think we all had a coach. We, well, we did, same coach. Same coach. Um, and, you know, <laughs> we may or may not have, uh, you know, opinions about how services or whatever were delivered. But for me, the act of paying my hard-earned money to someone else to hold me accountable was what made the difference. And I knew that if I wanted to go from point A to point B, if I wanted to have something I've never had, I'd had to be willing to do something I'd never done. I'm a personal trainer. I'm a certified personal trainer. I've been in fitness for 20 plus years. And what I will honestly say this, my job as a trainer is of course to educate, of course to motivate, but it's accountability. When people are giving their money for something, they will do what they need to do to at least honor the commitment of the money that they invested. So for me, that made all the difference. And um, I'm glad. It's like buying a gym membership. It's like, yeah, it's, it, yeah. So uh, again, if you are one of those people where you're, you're, you talk about it, but you haven't done it, or maybe you've started, but you haven't finished, um, you know, there is, there is a story in you that people need to hear. And um, you, you know, we have this, the procrastination is so easy to do, but you've got to create a sense of urgency because it will never get done. And if it takes investing in a coach, if it takes stepping outside of yourself, if it takes putting it out there and, and, and holding yourself accountable to the world, do it because a, you get one life, and if it's something you've always wanted to do, you don't know how long you'll be on this earth. So do what you say you want to do. Did y'all have something you wanted to, like, add? Facts. Yeah, well, we're yeah, almost yeah. out of time on this one, but, uh, you know, I think we can go ahead and close up today. But, you know, excellent conversation from the Fast Track team again. I mean, think – I mean – Everybody who's subscribing to this, thank you so much for subscribing to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. We've reached uh, um, uh, 
substantial amount of views on the podcast already. We're everywhere from Apple Podcasts to Google Podcasts to Anchor to Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Cast, everything. But um, thank you for subscribing. Go to our website, FastTrackConvo.com. Email questions to us, FastTrackConvo at gmail.com. Um, go to our Facebook page at Fast Track Convo. Um, but today, like we said, we wanted to tell you guys why we started to write a book and why we finished our books. The next episode, we're going to tell you guys how to start writing your book. And, wow. You know, so <laughs> we're going to you know actually share with you um, yeah. some of the some of the mistakes that we think that we made, so that you guys don't have to make those mistakes. So, like we say with the Fast Track, it is removing the roadblocks to make you successful. Right, so we're going to remove those roadblocks when it comes to writing this book. We want to have you not have to go through the same roadblocks that we had to go through once doing this. So, on that note, uh, the next episode will be episode uh, eleven. Um, so we are doing some great things here, guys. Uh, we're about to be out of time, and our things about to cut off. So, on that note, fast track out. We out. Howdy. Later. Five thousand pups. That's good. <laughs> All right, later, peeps. Yeah.